Hello everybody and welcome to episode 322 of the Ask the Coach where we answer your table tennis questions. I'm Jeff Plum and as always I'm joined by super coach Alois Rosario. Welcome Alois. Uh, thank you Jeff and uh, hope you are doing well in isolation and hope all of you out there were another show in and we're still in isolation but you know making the best of it at this stage. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we were actually going to do this show earlier, Alois, but my internet was down in isolation with no internet. Can you believe it? That that would be difficult. That would be um, like uh, being in the uh, 80s. <laughs> Remember the 80s? I'm very well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, in the 80s, you wouldn't have had to worry about passwords, Alois. No, that's no, right. Exactly. And you know what? You shouldn't use beef stew as a password. Why not, Jeff? It's not strong enough. <laughs> Just not strong enough. Uh... Not even right. <laughs> it is. It's not strong enough. <laughs> Oh. Totally correct. Oh. Um, yeah, but this is a sports show, Alloy. So yes. So, what do sprinters eat before a race? I don't know. Nothing. Not... They fast. <laughs> That's not funny either, Jeff. It's, um, it's very, very funny. When, when can you find something that's actually entertaining and funny at some stage? What What's your son doing? I mean, surely he can give you something. He does have good jokes, actually. I've, I've got to get him to give me some because he's actually, yeah. Can you can you get him on to actually tell them as well? Yeah, maybe it's just the delivery. <laughs> could, could be. Could be, yeah, yeah. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I'll see. Okay. I think he might be a bit shy, but, you know, okay. we'll, we'll see. We'll work on him. He was in, did, did you see the video? Um, I, I did see the video. Very good video, Jeff. I, that, I like what you're doing in isolation. <laughs> Thank you. Just grab a coffee table. It was actually a lot of fun. That's yeah. what people should do. Yeah. yeah, table tennis is fun anywhere. I know. And I just used books as a net across the table. Yep. Um, and someone realized they were um, Skullduggery Pleasant books and put a comment on YouTube. What's Skullduggery Pleasant? Is that... that? That's the title of all the books that I used as nets. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous, yeah. famous uh, book series. Yeah. After my time. <laughs> yeah, 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 indeed. But have you seen this? There's these ads going around on on the internet about an, a table tennis net that just expands so you can yes. fit it to any size. That looks great. Yeah, I've seen them. I've used them, and they, they are they're very good. They fit like they fit right across a normal table tennis table too. So, you know, if you um, if you need to just get the game going quickly, they are very simple and easy. Brilliant, brilliant. All right. Well, should we get into some questions? There's an idea. <laughs> All right. Why not? Um, only three minutes and 28 seconds in. Let's do some table tennis questions. Excellent. Let's and, do it. Yeah. And this is pretty pretty interesting question. This is from, um, from I guess you pronounce it German. He says, in these days, I, I would like to make a table tennis table, but I don't know which wood is the best. And he doesn't know which paint is the perfect paint. So... Do you have any tips for people trying to build a table tennis table? 
yeah, just get your coffee table, move it out into the middle and start playing. No. Um, <laughs> um, German. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm certainly not an expert on making a table tennis table, but just a couple of things um, to start with. And just the, the main thing is just the quality of the wood or, or getting something that's uh, nice and flat. Usually some plyboard is good, um, and that's probably the cheapest way as well. So some plyboard or even some... Um, you know, MDF at like a particle board is okay. MDF probably won't last as long as the plywood, but um, but it is, I mean, if you it depends on how long you want to keep it and um, etc. You know, and how much you want to spend on it as well. But um, yeah, just get something like that. The only issue with uh, that, and especially with uh, plywood and particle board, is that it doesn't come in the right sizes. You know, so most of it comes in. Um, in a smaller size sheet so trying to source uh, the right size for half a table which is you know five feet by four and a half feet um, can be quite difficult so um, I think that's the that's the trickiest part to start off with as far as paint I really don't know a lot about it but on our um, on our um, question that we'll put a, uh, a link to um, some pretty clever people have built their own table tennis tables and they'll be able to give you some um, some help there as well is as far as you know how to do it and uh and there's some pictures there of uh some tables as well that people have built so um that might help you i mean the main thing is that the the the, the paint needs to be quite hard um and it can't be um anything that you know if you wipe down with water it's gonna um it's gonna come off too easily so mm. yeah some nice uh nice hardened paint um is good but um i'm definitely not a um an expert on on that yeah i'm just uh, having a look at some of those pictures it is pretty impressive isn't it how how yeah. good people can yeah how people can build such impressive tables and i'm just not very good at that sort of stuff al i remember you building a chook shed jeff that was good yeah that wasn't wasn't bad i got a lot of help and um and we built a chessboard one time alex we did we should post a picture of our chessboard um at some stage that we built absolutely uh, it's actually pretty impressive for us. I know, and it's lasted a long time. That was a, yeah. many, many moons ago. Yeah, I think we've got the date on there somewhere. I'll, we'll have to, I'll have to uh, dig that out. Yeah, yeah, put a post on Facebook. Why not? Exactly. Why not? All right, well, um, thanks for the question, um, Germain. How do you say that name? Yeah, it's got a, an acute, um, fairly late in the uh, in the piece, so yeah. not 100% sure. Germain? Yes. All right, well, let's go on to one from Marco, who says, first of all, I'd like to uh, say that I find your videos very good, and um, he he likes that we have all the videos on one site. But he says, some of your videos are pretty old, um, from 10 to 12 years ago. And he wants to know, has the technique and the tactics and everything related to the world of ping pong changed or evolved? And if he learns the techniques from those older videos, is he doing the right thing or are there newer techniques that he should concentrate on? Yeah, good question, um, Marco. The The main thing is that basic technique hasn't really changed at all, you know, and um, all the technique that we show you on the site um, is uh, is legitimate. It holds up and it holds up over over years, you know, especially the our basic techniques of um, strokes and things. Um I guess where the game has evolved is, you know, some uh, a little bit with the strategy and, and especially I think the biggest thing 
is the backhand side has been flick um, or, you know, flicking more with the backhand and utilizing the backhand more um, in a match situation. So um, the technique for the backhand hasn't really changed, um, but, you know, players are tending to use backhand, you know, uh, 50% of the table, maybe even more sometimes. Uh, whereas, you know, 10 years perhaps and a little bit more ago, um, you know, players tended to use more, more of their forehand. So that yeah, technique is the same. Some of those videos are pretty old, but they we might put them in the um, in the history department, so, <laughs> Jeff. Um, yeah, I think so. In a museum, because you look young in those. I know. Um, it's a but, worry, uh, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, the 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 techniques um, haven't changed, um, and uh, yeah, so what we've got on the site, and sometimes we uh, update our videos as well, so we put on, put on new videos, especially if we see something that. That is getting really old, and some of it, some of it, you know, that we we did uh, ten to twelve years ago is old. But uh, yeah, as I said, the technique, the information is still right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great question, Marco. And um, especially with this isolation, Al, I'm even looking older. My hair's getting longer. I can't get a haircut. I might just have to just shave it all off. Oh, why not? Why not, Jeff? Exactly. I've, I've grown a, I've grown a beard in isolation, so uh, so nice. Good. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Are you just going to keep that, like, until isolation ends? I don't know, because that could be a long time. <laughs> it could be. My beard could get quite long and and really annoying by then. Yeah, yeah, Getting exactly. Yeah. I just can't last that long. After, like, you know, a week, it just gets itchy and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I might, uh, might post a photo of that as well. Why not? Good idea. <laughs> Everyone, look out for Alois's beard. <laughs> He's a chessboard and a beard coming up on Facebook. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a board uh, and a beard. What was that? A board and a beard. Exactly. Exactly. What more could you want? Exactly. All right. Next question is from Oscar. And he says, I want to know what is meant when people say use a fluid motion. Yes. Yeah, so a fluid motion, um, and it is, it's an interesting term, but fluid meaning that it's, it's smooth um, and all of the muscles in your body, are, I guess, are working in unison. Um, so often, and, and this is something I think is really important to feel for yourself as you're, when you're learning and playing the game as well. So fluid means that you know, you're not feeling any really, real strain in your muscles when you're playing the strokes. So if you're thinking about the forehand, and you know, we, we focus a lot on that start position and finish position of, of our strokes, it's tr- how you can get your bat from that start position to the finish position with the least amount of effort. And that if, if, you're, if you're using less effort, then the stroke will start to be more fluid. If you're using a lot of effort, then the, the motion will be a bit staggered or stagnant and it might stop. Um, and uh, so your bat doesn't move through um, smoothly or in a nice fluid motion. So, so that's the thing that we really talk about when we're talking about fluid motion. Um, and as I say, a really, really important part of learning. Um, you know, so often we don't focus on that. We we just focus on you know where that where that ball's going um, and uh, and you know how hard we can hit the ball, but. Initially, it's really important to just develop how smoothly 
how easy you can make your stroke because then you can later on hit the ball much faster um, because all your muscles are working in the right direction. Um, when you when you feel that tension, it's basically because one muscle or one group of muscles are stopping the action and the other uh, group are trying to keep the action going. And so it all bunches up and, you know, your bat goes everywhere and your arm goes everywhere. So, um, yeah, so so that's, that's what fluid is um, nice relaxation of the muscles less effort mm. yeah so then obviously the opposite of fluid is like um when you're really tense and you're not moving through very fast yeah um and so that, could you try like experimenting just to if you're not sure what it is can you like try like being really uh, like tensing all your muscles and try and swing or you might injure yourself i don't know um what's a good way to kind of find that balance yeah, I think I think that that's a that's a good way. So you know, just play just play a forehand, and you know now's a really good time because you can do it off the table just with a shadow swing. Uh, we talked about shadow swings in the last show, I think. Um, yeah, shadow swing is where you swing without uh, a, a ball or without a table or anything. You're just doing the stroke. So do the stroke, and even watch yourself in the in the mirror. And just see how smooth you can make it. But then, as Jeff said, also try to tense everything in your arm, and then try and do the stroke and see what the result is. And um, and hopefully, then you feel the difference between um, that fluid stroke and the tense um, stroke. Yeah, and I guess that's why you know when you watch the top players, they always look like they're not putting in much effort, yet they're hitting the ball so hard. It's probably due to this kind of fluid motion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. So, I mean, if you watch a Ma Long or, um, or a, I mean, Samsonov, um, um, for me is just, um, yeah, f- poetry in motion because everything just flows. Doesn't look like the ball could possibly be hit very hard because he's just so relaxed and the arm just moves through the stroke. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Samsonov probably is the um, epitome of fluidity in. <laughs> Table tennis. The epitome of fluidity. <laughs> of fluidity. That's it. There you go. Maybe you can post that to Facebook as well, along with the the board and the beard. Board, the epi- beard, and quote of the day. Of the epitome of fluidity. Yes. Sure. Okay. I'll uh, I'll get all those up. Nice. <laughs> all right. Good question, Oscar. All right. Next up is a question from Jason. He says, "Whenever I do a push." and I return back to my normal position, the ball gets flicked at me with good power. So how do I counter after a flick? So after I push the short ball and then they flick, yeah, how do I counter that? Yeah. Um, so, Jason, this is this is a really good um, question here, just tactically and, and thinking about your game as a whole. So if you're finding that um, you're trying to push the ball short and they're flicking at you a lot, um, so initially, and in a match situation, let's start with a match situation. Think about what you can change there. So sometimes in that situation, just pushing the ball long can actually be better, or just even rolling the ball yourself, just so you're not giving them that opportunity to make that flick that comes hard at you. In the, tr- if you go back to the training situation and then trying to improve that stroke, it's about keeping that ball lower. Uh, perhaps trying to put a little bit more backspin on the ball as well when you're when you're playing that short push. So if you're playing it um, 
low with more backspin, then the flick becomes more difficult, especially um, for them to flick the ball fast and hard at you. So um, um, low with more spin. But the last thing that I'd say is that don't push it too short because when the ball goes too short, then they're hitting the ball from very close to the net, so it can be actually easier for them to flick. So if you push the ball like a half long or just a little bit longer, so that second bounce is going to be closer to the the, um, back edge of their end of the table, then that makes it harder for them to flick as well. So there's, there's a few things that you can start to think about improving technically, but also think about firstly in a match situation if this is happening, how are you going to change um, what's happening in the match. And if, you're, if your ability to keep that ball short isn't there during the match, change something. Push it long, um, roll the ball, um, yeah, do something different. Yeah, great advice there because I think a lot of people get caught up in, oh, I must push it short, I must stop them attacking. But if you're losing anyway, using those tactics, you've got nothing to lose. So you may as well try something different, uh, mix it up and, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, indeed. and then and then the other bit was good too because then you you got two ways to look at it, don't you? In the match, what do I do right here? But then, how do I get better at this skill? Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But I think that's a good framework yeah. for sort of any problem that you you're, you're facing in your table tennis. Yeah, exactly. So you know, can I, can I fix it now in the match? Um, if not, um, note it down, and when you get back. Um, you know, into your club or into your at home, and and you're thinking about, oh, what can I practice today? Don't just think about, oh, I'll do some more footwork. Think about, oh, what happened in that match? Um, what do I need to improve um, technically um, to to be able to um, counter that situation the next time I'm faced with it in a match? Yeah, excellent. All right, great question, Jason. All right, Alois. So the um the Pink Seals Challenge competition is still going ahead, seeing how many times you can bounce the edge of the ball on the edge of your racket. And in that video we talked about, I, I did a few in a row. I was quite impressed with myself, Alex. Yeah, I reckon I reckon you'll get better too. Have you been practicing, Jeff? Not much. I need to get I need to do some more practice, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I think a bit of practice and I, I could get even better, yeah. Yeah, so you've got till the end of the month. So it's 30th of April. I think uh, we, we didn't mention it in that video, but yeah, it's the 30th of April is when the cutoff date is for the competition. So, you know, um, get uh, get practicing. Yeah, just get your Never- phone out, film yourself a couple of times, put a video up um, and put some hashtags out there. And yeah, and sorry, Alois, keep going. Yeah, and what, what's the hashtag, Jeff? Uh, Ping Skills Challenge. Yeah, hashtag Ping Skills Challenge. Yes, so yeah, do it. Just get out there. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter uh, what part of the month you're listening to this um, in. You've got time. Just get out there and do do a few. Exactly. And, uh, you, know, you, you don't know what the winning number is going to be. It might be four. It's it's pretty hard. It's it's quite difficult. Um, so, yeah, yeah. But I, I still think, Alice, I, that will be interesting to see. Like, But I think five minutes a day... For twelve days is going to improve you at that skill much better than trying one hour straight. Okay, well let's uh, yeah let's see yeah. see how you go with your with your practice. Are you going to be able to five find five minutes a day? <laughs> I think I might be able to. Yeah, yeah. And in in these times, I reckon you'll be able to. Exactly. Yeah. Although, and I was mentioning this to you before, Alice. I was getting a Raspberry Pi 
um, which is, if no one knows... That sounds yum. Yeah, it does. It's a computer, real small computer. Doesn't cost much, but you can do heaps on it. Um, And I was trying to set that up um, so I could do some screen recordings and put some videos on up about that. But, um, you know, there's always problems with technology, just trying to get the screen recording and everything (laughs) set up. So, you know, I may have no time to do my five-minute track because I'll just be doing that for the rest of my life. You need to make time for your edge challenge, Jeff. Just get on it. Exactly. Does that count as physical activity? Yes. Yes. Excellent. You're allowed to do that. (laughs) Excellent. In Australia anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. All right. So, Alice, before we end the show, I have some OMG facts for you. Oh, yeah. I like these. (laughs) Jokes. So-called jokes. (laughs) Michigan Stadium, the big house, has the greatest seating capacity in the U.S. at... 109,901. Oh, that's a good number. Mm. What, what, what's that number? What are those numbers called? Oh, 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 yeah, because it's... Wow, did they do that on purpose? I uh, wonder. I wonder. I, I forget what they're called, but um, it, words are like palindromes, aren't they? Palindromes it's a number. Word, yeah. A number's got something? Oh, well. well. 109,901. But then... That's not like in Australia. Our biggest one, the MCG, is about a hundred thousand, isn't it? Exactly. Yep. The, so, the the G, as we call it. Yeah. I wonder what the biggest in the world is. That's they should have that on their OMG facts. Yes, they should. All right. Next one. If they are facts. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. If they are indeed. Um, there's no mercury on the planet Mercury. Most of it is solid iron. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> You, you laughed more at that and it wasn't even a joke than you laughed at my really funny jokes. That's because they're this not is, funny. This is, this, you, sometimes you hurt my feelings, Alloys. <laughs> um, here we go. Astronauts get sick so often in space that their toilets have a special setting for vomit. Oh, yuck. <laughs> we, don't need to, that's, we don't need to know that. Yeah, there you go. And we did we don't need to know that. And last one for the for the coffee people out there. Before people drank coffee, they had been chewing on its beans for 400 years. Really? Yeah. There you oh. go. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, and and like I was going to end there, but I have to you go I have on. to give this one here because I think you've got a better solution to this than than this OMG fact. Right. It says, ice on the back of the neck can sometimes stop or slow a nosebleed. Ah, well, I have a better solution. (laughs) I I knew you did. Dr. Dr. Alloys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If If you put a rubber band around the last digit of your little finger... No, I always forget whether it's your left finger or your right finger, but anyway. Just do both put, just to cover yourself. Just do, exactly. Um, put a rubber band around there. You know, yeah, reasonably tight. Make sure it doesn't turn blue. Um, your, your nosebleed will stop. There you go. There you now, go. Um, there is a there is a, a Dr. Alloy's OMG fact. <laughs> this all comes with uh, what, 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 warnings and um, don't try this at Oh dear! Yes, indeed. It works for me. Well done. That's perfect. 
Thanks. And and Jeff, while while you've been talking, I've just looked up a palindrome is a word, number, or phrase or sequence of characters which reads the same backwards and forwards. So there you go. It is a palindrome. Great. One hundred nine thousand nine hundred and one. Yep. Yep. The seating capacity of the big house, Michigan it- Stadium. There you go. Well, we are full of it today. Full of facts. <laughs> full of something, yeah. Full of something. Oh, dear. Very good. All right. Well, thank Do you, everyone, for listening, reckon? especially if you got through to here. Well done. Congratulations because, you know, it must have been hard work to get to the end today. But you've done it. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, stay safe. And, of course, thank you, Alloys. Yeah, see, Jeff, I don't think we're actually talking to anyone now because no one would have sat through that. <laughs> I don't Nobody. think so. No one. All right. Well, anyway, anyway, um, if uh, if your mum's still listening, um, you know, um, yeah, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you in the next show. See you, everyone. Bye.